0: Hello there. This is Wale Olulano, the presiding apostle of Harmony Christian Ministries. I'm happy that you can join us today in our podcast. I pray today's message will encourage, edify, and illuminate your heart, wherever your circumstances may be. Please relax and enjoy. Amen. We're just going to press on in the series which we started with is Small Steps, Giant Outcomes. Small Steps, Giant outcomes you know uh, we told ourselves that one of the reasons where well, i won't say this but i just want to quickly drop this in now i found out that they, the reason why many people fail to start with their small steps is they have a sense of insignificance some people have a sense of victim mentality actually as well they feel that whatever step i want to take is not good enough it's not big enough it's not significant enough why do i need to make that step Some people feel that, you know what, why didn't I have a good head start like my friend? And I said this thing to the glory of God not to put anyone down. As I was coming down, something dropped in my spirit. I remember back in the 90s, when we got to this country, the early 1990 to be specific. And um, some folks that we started with, some of our friends had a head start. Some of them didn't have to pay rent. Didn't have to struggle like some of us did. Some of them just, you know, came into the family house and they had good postcodes. And, um, you know, some of us had to work hard. And they were working hard too, but they had a head start. That's what I'm talking about. But you see, with the little that we had, we continued to build on our little, build on our little, build on our... You know, when you now look back, there is... No disappointment and no regrets in how we got started. Because it's not everybody who had a head start that really keeps their head starts. I don't know whether you understand what I just said now. It's the head start you work on that really counts. I, you know, I don't know the English word for this, but when we were young playing table tennis, some people didn't like to play table tennis with some of us who are quite good. All right? So, if you go out to play, people don't want to play you because they know you're always beating everybody. So, what you had to do was to say, you know what, I'll give you five. That word I didn't know. It's cantab, we call it. I know it's not an English word. <laughs> I've been thinking what it means. So, you say, you know what, I'll give you five points ahead. Many people, on their five points, you still overtake them. You score, they don't score one on top of their five points. Which means it's not because somebody has something bigger to have started with that necessarily makes them a winner. You can start with your little, what you had, and you can begin to make a headway. This year, you're making a headway in Jesus' name. You're making a headway in Jesus' name. We told ourselves last week that great things in life start small. But when you talk about small, we said small is a relative term. Because what is small for someone is not small for another person. And I need to just give you some, maybe some examples there. For example, when it comes to giving. Someone's, if someone's take home is net take home monthly is five thousand, small for them, right? For them, it's five hundred. If they say, you know what, my sum total donations and tithe in a month to them small is five hundred, small for another person who take home in a week, or sorry, in a month is let's say five hundred. That entire five hundred small for them. It's not even what we just mentioned Because somebody small at a giving is the entire income for a month. Small is not what you just come up with. Small is in terms of what God already gave to you. Small, we just said it yesterday. We prayed for 12 hours. But guess what? It's the same us that have been having opportunities to pray before, but we didn't leave our house. That's one of the reasons why it was easy for us. Don't miss that point. We didn't have to travel down. We didn't have to do a lot of stuff, okay? And at no time did we see the number of people, you know, awfully praying drop less than 40. But that was not the picture we used used to get. We prayed in there. You probably get about five at some point. Now, for us small, when you say 40, has to be in proportion to the number of people who could have prayed who had opportunities to pray at home. So small, it's a relative thing to what God gave to you. What you could do. Now, if you build on that, now you begin to make small. The Bible says rich people are casting their lots. They are casting their giving in church one day. And some gave a lot and God said they, they didn't give anything. Small is not because you feel, okay, let me just start small. Let me begin to give 30 pounds. You might not even be giving anything because of your 30 pounds is not, really, is not relative to your small. I hope you understand what I'm trying to say now. So, small is not because I just want to start something small. That small has to do with what you can... If you go to the gym and your capacity is a particular... And you choose to start little. You might as well not be doing anything because you are not doing anything. Small has to do with what God gave to you. The capacity, that's where you begin from. Then we are talking small. Because this year, one of the things God wants to do... God wants to launch us forward say God wants to launch me forward. That's what it is. So we're not fooling about in any way at all. So great things start small. The Bible tells us in Luke 12 he said for whom much is given to whom much is also expected. God's giving it. So that small has to do with what he has given. Not what you are thinking I want to do. Obedience has to be related to what he has already done. Amen. Praise the Lord. The Bible tells us in John chapter 6 that every time we put our small in his hand, God breathes upon it into abundance. That's to show you the example of small I'm talking about. So, a young lad brought his lunch pack and they despised it. They said, What is this small thing compared to what we need? You see? Now, what is that small thing? He gave the entire thing. But when he gave his entire lunch pack, the Bible said God breathed upon it and then there was abundance at the end of the day. So you see, the boy didn't just, okay, I'm just going to give you only half of one. It is small compared to what is needed. It is small. God knows what he gave to you. He knows what he gave to you much beyond what you even asked for. So when it comes to act of obedience, you don't begin to, you know what, I just want to, if you have capacity to fast, for example, longer than 21 days, And I believe all of us have capacity. And I'm telling you the truth. I tell my son, no point in fasting and no praying. Okay? So if you have capacity to fast, then have capacity to do what? To pray. I would like to see some of us challenging ourselves. Go extra mile now. What you've done now... Yourself, I just gave you an example. Of what I used to do with some of my friends, we lock ourselves up. You know, some friends in the house gather yourself. Okay, okay, next Saturday, we're just going to pray for about three hours. Just going to pray, just pray online, do something, challenge yourself. Don't limit it to what the corporate level says only. You will be surprised what result you will get at the end of the day. Some of the young couples in the house do that. This is a good time for you to do that. Challenge yourself. Begin to pray and speak about the life of those your little children in the house. Begin to do that. You'll be amazed the impact it will have in 14 years time, 15 years time. On the life of those children. We looked at eight benefits of starting small. Today I want us to look at something very important. Which is the secret of preserving the small step days. When you start small, there are certain things that if you don't know the secret, it can kill the small steps. But there's a secret. There's a way to maintain your joy when you start small. If you don't know the secret of the small step days, you will find out that you start small, then you stop. The small step days. There is a secret for preserving the small step days every single thing that starts small. You must understand that this secret is the reason, is a a secret that makes it become big. Let me give another example here. I'm full of examples on starting small. That's one of the benefits I mentioned anyway because until you have started anything small in your life, you don't really have the joy. You don't understand what it means. Have you seen how parents get happy when their children go to school for the first day? As a little ones going to school, they dress them up. Right. They're not looking at us daughter of theirs or son they're not looking at that day what they are looking at is the day he or she has graduated they are looking at hey here comes a professor here comes so so and so they are maintaining joy on a small step because they are not looking at now they are looking at later is that clear to you now this is the same thing apply the same principle to everything else but that's small is that child completely dressed. It's not just one child that just put on socks and then the rest is pajamas. So you see that small has to be everything put together. Secret of preserving your small step days. Number one, be joyful. Be joyful. Genesis chapter 13, verse 14 to 15. The Bible says, And the Lord said to Abraham, after Lot had separated from him, you must understand some things that will stop you from having these joys. There will be distractions. You need to separate yourself from some things that can distract you. He said lift your eyes now and look from the place where you are. Northward, southward, eastward and westward. From all the land which you see, I will give to you and your descendant hereafter. What is going on here? God said to Abraham, he said, Abraham, look from where you are. He didn't say, Abraham, look at where you are. Look from where you are, from that one room apartment that you are maintaining. Look from that place and see the mansion. Look from your portfolio. It's only one you have right now. But look from that place, begin to see a big estate. Look from that team. You are just a manager of one right now. Okay, one person, two people are reporting to you now. Look from where you are, begin to see yourself managing a whole team across the state. Do you understand that? He said, look westward, southward. You have to look at all dimensions, all angles, and begin to see that that's where I'm taking you, not here. You must look from where you are. My dear friend, you've been to the hospital right now and they gave you that report, that report in your hand, that test has come through your doorpost. Don't look at that. Look from where you are and begin to see your testimony. You have to look at something else that is beyond where you are. That's how God wants you to maintain. From where you are, look ahead. The Bible says in Hebrews chapter 12, verse 2, it says, looking unto Jesus, not looking unto the problem. Don't look at the situation you are looking at. Look in on to Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith. Look on to him. Look on to him. Don't look at the medical report. Look on to Jesus. What he said at the beginning is able to deliver at the end. Now what, what he says here? he said, who for the joy that was set before him, unless you have joy, you cannot endure the cross unless you have joy. Joy that this little step will lead to big things. Looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith. Bible says, For the joy that was set before him, endured the cross, despite seeing the shame. My dear friends, the tonic of endurance is joy. Have you gone to the hospital, and I know we have so many medical folks in the house, but even friends and family, when you visit somebody who is in pain in the hospital and you look at, you can compare two people. Both of them are going through pain but their attitude of one to the other is different. One is explaining to you, how, so how is it today? Well, you say, oh, actually today is better than yesterday and there's a bit of a smile on their face. It's like they are hopeful. They are like telling you, you know. But the other person is like, Ah hey, so they are actually empowering the pain more than seeing beyond the pain. Do you understand? You know, it's the difference that between two people that will come out of their situation faster. When you are taking your first step or your small steps, you must begin to say, Lord, I thank you for this small step. I see it's, it's becoming big. This one we have right now, we have only one client. I thank you. I thank you because this client right now is going to produce many, many more. The Bible tells us this concerning the same Abraham. Abraham in Romans chapter 4, verse 19. He said, Who not being weak in faith, he did not consider his own body already dead. He could see the body was dead no point in repeating it hey hmm. hey you know my age hey you know don't repeat that he didn't consider it when he spoke he spoke as if he was a young man the bible said "Or oh, the deadness of his serious womb he didn't consider what what we can see or what is a fact or what doctor said it, it, it's as if he didn't exist what he saw what a god is able to make anew Amen. Now, I must say to you that that is hard. It's difficult. So even when you slip into the flesh, correct yourself again. Because we are human beings, you can find that you just slip in the flesh. Say, Lord, forgive me. Lord, I You come out of it again. Very important. The Bible said he he did not consider the deadness of sinners. He did not waver at the promise. He didn't waver. He didn't do 21 days of faith, 21 days of lack of faith. Don't waver. Don't complain in obedience. Now watch what he says here. His Bible says he was strengthened in faith. May you be strengthened in Jesus' name. He was strengthened in faith. Giving glory to God. The Bible said in Romans chapter 14 verse 17. For the kingdom of God is not eating and drinking. But righteousness and peace. And joy in the Holy Ghost. May you receive that joy. The joy of the Holy Spirit. Joy of the Holy Spirit. The Bible says in Isaiah 55 verse 12. Isaiah 55 verse 12. It says for you shall go out in joy this year. He said and you will be led out with peace. Joy will accompany you. Peace will accompany you. The Bible said the mountains and the hills will break forth into singing. The problems ahead of you will break forth. They will break forth on the right. They will break forth on the left. The problems, the mountains that we seem so humongous before you in the name of Jesus, they will break forth into singing. The Bible said the trees of the field, they will clap their hands. They will testify that God is with you, that God has answered you, that your God is able... That's what God said. You see that that one was given to a man who has a mountain ahead. But he's saying when you go out, go out with joy. Go out with joy. Lastly, First Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 16. He said, Rejoice always. Always. He said, Pray without ceasing. Don't stop. Pray without ceasing. And then he said, in everything, give thanks. For this is the will of God for you. So the secret of preserving your small steps. Number one is, be joyful. Number two, be thankful. Now that's different from being joyful. Be thankful for the opportunity. You know why this is important is, you could not... Do anything for yourself. You can't do anything by yourself. It was God who gave you the opportunity. Be thankful that you even have that chance for the small step. Be thankful. The Bible tells us in Psalm 124 from verse 2 to 3. It says, If it had not been the Lord on our side, (laughs) when men rose against us, when COVID rose against us, if it had not been the Lord on our side, Those sirens you see every time on the street going to and fro. It is God who is preserving your home. The Bible tells us in Philippians chapter 4 verse 12 to 13 it says I know how to be abased and how to abound where everywhere and in all things I have learned both to be full and to be hungry both to abound and to suffer need. And I love the way he finished it in verse 13. For I can do all things. Because I know how to do it. Is that what he says? I can do all things through Christ. Who strengthens me. It is Christ that strengthens me. May Christ strengthen you. It's Christ that strengthens you. The Bible tells us in Psalm 100 from verse 1. It says, make a joyful shout to the Lord, all ye land. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before his presence with singing. Know that the Lord is God. That's what I want you to see. Know that the Lord is God. It is he who made us. Not we ourselves. You see that? It's not you that made yourselves. We are his people and we are the sheep of his pasture. You must be a person that understand that reason. You must be accountable to God and give him thanks and know fully well the Lord I thank you. Number three, I got it wrong. Be innovative. Be innovative. This is what will sustain your small steps. Be innovative. Begin small, but don't remain small. Move forward. Stretch forward. Let God find you at another mountain you are climbing. Be innovative in the things which you want God to increase this year. Number four, be disciplined. You want to move forward. You want to maintain the joy of starting small. Be disciplined because it is that discipline that will allow you the grace to build on daily basis. Regular basis. Be disciplined. Be disciplined in the things you want to do. Discipline yourself in how you're doing it. In that business, be disciplined. Very important. When it comes to investment, be disciplined. Don't eat your tomorrow today. Pay the price today for your dreams so that your dreams can come true tomorrow. Pay the price today. Be disciplined. You know what I found? That is until it costs you today, it will not pay you tomorrow. There must be something today you are doing. So that tomorrow you can see the benefits of it. Number five, be be faithful. This is how to maintain your joy. In starting small, be faithful. Faithfully give, faithfully do, faithfully obey. Do it faithfully. This is extremely important. Be faithful in that relationship. There's not much to it, but be faithful. Be faithful in looking after that little thing, that assignment that was given to you. Be faithful. If you are not faithful to start small, my dear friend, you are too small to be given a faithful end. Big level. You are too small to receive that faithful giant end outcome. No, you are too small for it. You must be able to say, oh, this little you gave to me, I traded with it. I, I faithfully watch over it. I faithfully watch over it. You know the way that God is going to restore all things and restore us in HCC? When we are faithful with the little we have today. And God is saying, you know what? You're ready for the next level. Be faithful over that family. So, husband, as a wife, be faithful in your relationship. Be faithful to one another. Be faithful to God who has given you whatever He has given you. Be faithful in that place of work. Why is this important? Let me mention four quick benefits of being faithful. Four quick benefits. Number one, faithfulness develops your faith into big steps. Have you seen a little child that is being taught how to walk? So that child takes two steps and falls down. But what what does mommy and daddy say? Come on, get up now. You can do it. Then baby doesn't want to get up. No, 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 no. No, no, carry me. No, I'm not carrying you. You, You've got to walk to me now. Walk to me from there. Walk to me. So the child gets up again and is trying to walk, and then you are moving back. They have to remain faithful to their little steps. Otherwise, one day they're never going to work. You must remember this that faithfulness develops your faith for the big, big steps. And you think back to your Christian work. There are some things that used to challenge you in the beginning. Some little things. But they were big to you at that time. Maybe things like forgiveness. Or things like praying. Or things like actually telling the truth. They were a big thing. But you you were faithful at it. And then you discover that many years later. Looking back now, that was not such a problem for you anymore. Because now you do that, what happened? You have developed your spiritual muscle over some old challenges. Like staying faithful to one another. You have overcome those kind of levels. And if you are still struggling there, begin now. Because that's the only way you're going to come out of it and say one day, Lord, I thank you. I thank you. I thank you. The Bible tells us in Colossians chapter 2 from verse 6. It says, he said, As ye have therefore received Christ Jesus the Lord, so walk ye in him. You have received Christ Jesus, walk in him, rooted and built up in him, established in the faith, as you have been taught, abounding therein in thanksgiving. You see that? You have been taught, remain, abound in faith, so that you can grow. When Christians continue forward despite opposition and setbacks, what happens is you begin to develop faith. Number two, faithfulness proves the reality of God to unbelievers. One of the things that is, must be clear to us that God wants to do, God wants a people to be able to show the world. He said, ye are my witnesses. God wants the world to be able to know this God is true. This God is real. God wants the people to be able to show the world. Now, how is he going to do that? He wants his children to remain faithful. Faithful in our challenges. Friends, we will go through heavy, heavy troubles and trials. But guess what? It's what the people who don't have God also go through. And because they don't have God, they cave in. Some blow their head off. Some break their marriage. Some break whatever. Because they don't know anything else and anyone else to go to. And when you go through it, you still have joy. You are still saying, is this your God? You have not denied him. The unbelievers don't understand you. And you remember the story in Acts chapter 16. Paul and Silas, they were locked up in prison with so many other people. So they had the same affliction like many other people. The Bible said at midnight hour in verse 25, Paul and Silas, they did the unthinkable. They started praising the Lord. They started worshipping the Lord. Lord, you are good. How can he be good in the dungeon? Lord, you are mighty. You are powerful. These guys have lost their head. After all you don't have, after the trouble you are going through, you are praising God. The Bible said, suddenly... The power of God came into the prison and then the praise become boom. Their chains broke off. As you praise God this year, as you begin to testify and you stay faithful to God, I see the burdens in your life will break loose in the name of Jesus. Every yoke be broken in the name of Jesus. As you are testifying that my God is good. Now watch what happened here. The Bible said the jailer, the jailer who knew them, who saw them when they came in, he never asked them for favor but when he saw the hand of god on their life the bible said he said to them men and brethren help us i like to be saved too, me and my entire household why the world is waiting for us in this time of covid are you listening to me now and i pray you'll be the witness in the name of jesus you'll be the witness in your city be the witness in your family be the witness in the house of god wherever he has placed you Because the power of God will become visible over your life. This year, in the name of Jesus, God will change your story. God will change your story. People will need them before your miracle. Before what God is about to do in your life. In the name of Jesus Christ. Because your God is moving you forward. He's moving you forward. They will send you congratulatory messages. I see a generation calling you blessed. In the name of Jesus because you stand a generation we call you blessed in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus I really wish I could finish this your faithfulness produces fruitfulness God is looking for faithful people who are starting small I want to pray for you in the name of Jesus put your hand on your chest because when we make our pledges to our nation, we put on a chest. And I'm saying to you that the faithfulness of God in the kingdom of God will become your portion. In the name of Jesus, the sickness that make men to lack faithfulness. That make men to start and stop. Make them to begin to say, I can't do this anymore. May God deliver you from it in Jesus' name. This year, God will single you out for a miracle. I speak the blessing of God over your life, over your house, over your business, over your investment, over your asset, over your estate, over your portfolio. In the name of Jesus, receive the blessing of God. Your small will grow this year. In the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you. We worship you. We bless you. We thank you for a changed heart. We thank you for a life, oh God, that is obedient and compliant with you. From this day, they will begin to see steps moving forward. In every area of our lives, in our goals, in fulfilling our goals, in our dreams, in our relationships, Lord. Thank you, my Father. Be glorified and be lifted up. In Jesus' name we pray. Thank you for listening to our podcast today. We do hope you have been blessed. Our special thanks go to all our partners who give generously to support our ministry. You are welcome to be one of us. If you'd like someone to talk to you on any of the issues raised, in today's message, please do call us on plus four four two or eight five nine seven triple one zero, or you visit our website on www.hccentre.org.uk. May the peace of the Lord guard you and keep you. Till we meet again, God bless you.